This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 31st of October. Equifax, which holds credit data on almost 20 million Australians, they say there are early warning signs for a tougher period ahead. Equifax's data tells them there's been a spike in demand for credit cards and also personal loans. Now, Flux fam, did you know that the majority of a bank or lender's decisions on whether to give you a home loan or a credit card or a personal loan can be based on your credit score? Yep, it's that number that's attached to your name that all the banks get to see. So if you want to see what the banks say about you, make sure to download the Flux app and check out your credit score. Three illuminating stories today, Jazzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first. Qantas has denied that its ghost flight ticket sales broke the law and now it's planning to prove it in court. Ooh, popcorn is out, (laughs) B-Man. This is primetime viewing, so tell me more. Well, we know Qantas has had a year to forget. Goes with the West Coast Eagles, the West Tigers, and then Qantas. (laughs) And while Qantas has faced a torrent of controversy this year, its biggest scandal was the spooktacular <laughs> ghost flights. Yep, that's when they allegedly sold tickets to 8,000 flights that they already knew <laughs> would be cancelled. Now, B-Man, back in August this year, the ACCC filed a lawsuit against Qantas for false, misleading, or deceptive behaviour. And to be honest, Jazzy Boy, you, me, and the rest of Australia just thought Qantas would settle this case outside of court. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see here, folks, just a few hungry mil, <laughs> and it's all gone away. But now, Qantas has denied breaking the law or benefiting financially from it. They claim that customers were offered an alternative flight or a refund and that cancelling flights is just the nature of travel and B-Man if this trial goes the way of the ACCC this could seriously damage Qantas's already battered reputation how low can it actually <laughs> go though so what is the key learning here taking on regulators in court is a high octane battle of risk mm-hmm. reward and public reputation but clearly Brett Qantas has decided it wants to roll the dice in this case as a rule of thumb companies that are rebuilding a damaged reputation mm-hmm. generally want to avoid getting involved in court cases. And definitely want to avoid their executives facing questions under oath. For Qantas, the easiest way to move past this would be to settle with the ACCC. Mm -hmm. So Qantas is hoping that it can follow the footsteps of Google to win a court case against the ACCC. For our second story, Coca-Cola has just released its quarterly results and they've come out on top of their arch rival Pepsi. (laughs) Forget pizza on pineapple, Mm -hmm. Jazzy Boy. The first real date question is always, do you prefer Coke or Pepsi? (laughs) Tell us what's happening here. So B-Man, we all know of the company behind Coca-Cola, the drink that's famous in all corners of the world. Mm-hmm. Now, B-Man, Coke has just announced an $11.95 billion US dollars in revenue mm-hmm. for their last quarter. Beating arch nemesis Pepsi mm-hmm. in financial results and in taste. <laughs> Ooh. Now, B-Man, Coke and Pepsi both beat Wall Street's expectations in their earning forecast. But Coke won up Pepsi because they actually saw a 2% growth in volume. Whereas Pepsi saw a decline in volume but managed to increase revenue because they increased their prices. And Justin Boy, with the soft drink sales not quite fizzing Mm -hmm. right now, investors are looking at ways for both Coke and Pepsi to reduce costs. And while their drinks might be similar, their Mm. manufacturing processes are very different. Ooh, so what's the key learning here? Owning the supply chain and the assembly line isn't always more profitable. You see, Jazzy Boy, one of the big differences between Coke and Pepsi is how they bottle their drinks. Coca-Cola collabs with independent bottlers who manufacture, they package, and ship drinks to their customers. Pepsi, on the other hand, is a bit more DIY. Yep, they own more than 75% of their own bottling operations in North America. And while that ownership gives Pepsi more control, mm-hmm. it also means they have to tie up a lot of resources and cash in bottling their carbonated drinks. And in the current environment, with carbonated soda on the decline, the cost of bottling in-house just doesn't seem worth it. For our third and final story, Endeavor Group, the owner of Dan Murphy's and BWS, has seen consumers shift away from fancy Ooh. beers and back to the mainstream as the cost of living bites. Uh, you love a little VB or Colton Draft back in the day, B-Man. 
again, so <laughs> tell me more. Okay, Endeavor Group is the ASX-listed company that was spun out of Woolworths in 2021. And it not only owns Dan Murphy's and BWS, but also owns 354 hotels around Australia. And of course, by hotels, we mean the fancy word for pubs and pokies <laughs> facilities. Now, B-Man, Endeavor Group has just released its quarterly sales growth of just 2.1%. And the CEO of the company has given us a little insight into the spending habits of Australians over the last three months. We're talking a major switch up to frugal shopping habits like VB, like Tui's, over the craft beers. And we're talking cheaper rosé rather than champagne. But here's where it gets juicy. Endeavour's largest shareholder, Bruce Matheson, who owns 15% of the company, has been pushing for change. But so far, it's just been a big public brawl between him and Endeavour's chair and CEO. Wow, so what is the key learning here? A company's success is often closely tied to the happiness of its most influential <laughs> shareholders. You see, with Bruce Matheson holds a 15% stake in Endeavour, mm-hmm. which means he has significant voting rights. And Brett, when key investors like Matheson are not Happy Jan, mm-hmm. their influence has the potential to destabilise a company. I mean, they could convince shareholders to change their votes on something like board remuneration. Yep. They could demand new board members and undermine current leadership. They could even significantly hurt the share price of the company. So right now, V-Man, Endeavour Group needs to walk a tightrope between satisfying its biggest shareholder on the one hand... And on the other hand, doing what it thinks is best for the company's future. And with Endeavour's annual meeting happening today, it could be a Federer Nadal, <laughs> a rumble in the jungle. <laughs> B-Man, there is a three-digit number that's attached to your name that all the banks get to see. It's currently three digits, but my dream long-term <laughs> is for it to be four digits, to that be honest. That would be huge. So, Fluxam, if you want to see your three-digit or four-digit number and you want to see what the banks can see about you, make sure to download the Flux app and check out your credit score. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.